0: Welcome to Tech Talk, y'all. Hello, hello. Welcome to Tech Talk, y'all. Season 10, episode 248. I'm Sanjay Park, And
1: I'm Adam Walker. We've got a great and just, I mean, jam-packed show for you today. We got, oh, listen. We're going to talk about MoviePass, we're gonna talk about Elon Musk and Twitter and Instagram and AI detecting Parkinson's disease, which is kind of amazing. We got Peloton, Disney
0: Plus, and of course courts of law. So there's just so much coming up. It's gonna be great. I feel like all the time lately we say jam-packed episode because they have been jam-packed lately. We've just, we just there's
1: so much good tech news to talk. We even eliminate articles throughout the week and we still have more than we can we just gotta jam through them, man. We gotta do it. We just gotta do it. It's got to do it. It's got it. we, we got it. Let, listen, let's just dive in. We got to start with Movie Pass. Oh, my <laughs> gosh. Okay. Movie Pass to relaunch on Labor Day in beta form with pricing ranging from $10 to $30 per month. And you, my friends, can get on the wait list today. Are you doing it, Sanjay? You get on the wait list?
0: Uh, uh, well, first of all, I, I got an email just before we started recording. Uh-huh. So the wait list closes On Monday, August 29th at 11.59 p.m. Or when it is full. Because, you know, they have high hopes that it's going to be full. It will be. I I mean, honestly,
1: it it will be. It will be full. And I don't get it at all. Because I don't want to go to a movie theater. And I don't want to pay monthly to go to a movie theater. But it will be full. There are a lot of movie enthusiasts out there.
0: Here's what you don't get at movie theater. Mm -hmm. Um, You you don't get uh, a pause button. You nope. don't get a rewind button. You nope. don't get closed Mm-mm. captioning. Right. Um, you you don't get to go to the bathroom without missing part of the movie. Yep. Um, you don't get sticky, sticky floors. But
1: you do get overly expensive drinks, two buttery popcorn, grungy bathrooms, and, and the potential to get
0: COVID. So I'm just, I'm just saying, like, you're missing out. <laughs> it's very out. tempting. It's very yeah. tempting. I might sign yeah. up for the wait list just for the, mm-hmm. for that last little bit. Yeah. Um, yeah. I
1: mean, give it a shot, i am for a yeah.
0: place to get COVID. Um, here's another place to maybe get COVID because there's all kinds of awful, uh, in this story. We work co-founder Adam Newman's new real estate startup sounds an awful like the one he invested in two years ago. Cause you know, mm. when a founder like that is doing, uh, naughty things with their, with their last startup, which is what he did with WeWork, right? Uh-huh. Like he, uh-huh. he owned the trademarks and leased them back to the company or something. And he owned locations and then leased them to the company and he did all kinds of crazy yep. things that yep. normal founders that I know would never, would never do, do. Would never do. Uh, would right. never do. Nope. That's what you would do when you're Adam Newman. You would invest in a company and be like, oh, that's a good idea. I'm going to do yeah. the same thing well, and, and th- compete with my investment.
1: And I think he invested. And then I, I, if I read the article correctly, it implied he sort of tried to take them over and was unsuccessful and then sort of pivoted to like, I'll just create my own thing and compete directly against you guys. And then of course, they're concerned because he was kind of known for going scorched earth against competitors with WeWork. I mean, he would basically just undercut, 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 just destroy all of his competitors because he could lose money for a longer period of time than they could. And now they're concerned he can do the same thing to this company he's inv- he's a
0: 10% owner of, which I think is pretty likely that he'll do that. So Yeah, it's, it's, it's such a weird behavior mechanism. I've never heard of an investor actually investing and then be like, you know what, I'm going to tank that investment Yeah. Uh, and start a thing to, that, that tanks it. Like, I But have mean. you ever
1: heard of an investor that has just money to burn like he does either? I mean, that's the thing is like most investors, they want to see their money grow, but if they've got a, a certain percent, they're just willing to burn. Who cares? Yeah. That's him, man. He's got money to burn.
0: I mean, so, yeah, he's got money to burn from the last one, and now he's got other oh people's money it to burned, burn too. So Listen, when-
1: speaking... Of people with money to burn, okay? <laughs> Elon Musk subpoenas former CEO, former Twitter CEO Jack Dorsey. So they're looking for documents, man. He wants documents about about spam accounts. He wants documents about all kinds of stuff from good old Jack Dorsey. So um, there you go. This okay. is such a weird move, honestly. I mean, especially like, considering the fact that Jack Dorsey supported him buying the company, right? Yeah. So it is sort of a weird move to do that i think
0: it's it's a very weird move it's like how to not make friends and make enemies you know something like he's he's writing a totally different book like hey i want to take all the people that have helped me and supported me and i'm gonna turn them against i mean
1: in all fairness i will say like there is something to be said for elon's sort of counterintuitive decision making process having done pretty well for him so far at least in terms of making money right so he sees he sees things that other people maybe don't but this still seems like a bad idea. So, I, uh, you know, whatever. That's It is what it is. I don't know. Yeah.
0: Care. Talking about uh, something else that supports this that sounds like it's a bad idea, too. Uh, Twitter's former security chief accuses it of misleading public on security practices. So uh, this person filed a whistleblower report with the SEC. And okay. I think I read something that is going to be on Capitol Hill and testifying in front of Congress and... Ooh. all kinds of stuff. So, um this is a, a hacker that was hired uh by Twitter, a pretty well-known right. one. Um right. and and has good reputation. Um and so it's uh it's, mm. it's concerning. I uh, yeah. It's <laughs> you know, I like I don't where is the line when a company goes from like nobody cares about it to yeah. everybody in the world cares about it and you're getting pulled up on a congress. To testify, like when I had had startups before, and even even yeah. now, like thinking about Edgewise, like right. can you even imagine us doing anything at Edgewise that some Congressperson would be like, we need to get Adam and Sundry up here testifying? Like, I don't know, I, but like, like, what like what is that's, that level? That's
1: the hallmark of success, right there. Like when you're when Cong- when you're on Congress's radar. Because of your success, you're you're doing something right. I mean, I, well, I guess maybe you're doing something
0: wrong because you're yeah, going to testify yeah. for Congress. <laughs> you were doing things right, and now mm, you're doing things wrong. Yeah. I think is maybe that's a bad idea. Okay, there. let's not do that. Let's is do that. is that one of our goals? Is to testify in front of Congress? I maybe would love to testify in front of Congress,
1: but yeah, but like yeah, as a as an expert witness or something yeah. like an, like I would love to. That would be amazing. I have a friend that actually recently testified in front of Congress for something I think housing related, which is fascinating. So I, I've only
0: um, I've yeah, only of, done that once in federal court. Uh, as an expert witness.
1: Ooh, nice. but that's a story for another day. That is. All right. Well, uh, speaking of, uh, what's coming in another day, uh, Instagram's next feature might be a copy of be real. So in, man, I, this kill like Facebook and it just kills me. Like they're just constantly like, Hey, there's something growing over there. Let's either acquire it and destroy it or let's copy it and piss off our entire, user base like just be who you are make what you're doing better and people will
0: like you stop trying to copy everything else out there it's ridiculous yeah and, and listeners will know we talked about be real for the first time back on episode 230 yeah um and it is and that's only 18 episodes so 18 yeah. weeks ago oh yeah it has surged yeah. out of nowhere yeah um yeah. in that amount of time and i'll tell you i i
1: still i'm on it And I I don't use it because the whole, (laughs) listen, the whole premise of Be Real is that you get a push notification to your phone. And at that moment, you take a picture of what you're doing. I close out all of my push notifications. I don't want push notifications. I don't want to be distracted. So I miss all of them. So I just never, ever use it. So I think it's a cool concept. I don't know that it fits within my lifestyle and right. I, maybe it doesn't fit into other people's lifestyles. I, don't
0: know. I, so. I, I gotta be honest. I never loaded it up. I never even yeah. installed the app or anything. Cause I was like, nah, I don't have time for that. Yeah. Fair. Yeah. Uh, what people do have time for, and this is a great thing. is, this is how cool. Data is changing the college experience. Uh, I read this article and really I, I had to give a shout out. Um, Georgia state is Georgia mentioned, state university mentioned in this article. Yeah. Hello. So yeah, they're maybe. using, um, uh, AI and chatbots mm-hmm. to help support students and help them uh, achieve success in yeah. college.
1: Yeah. I, yeah, I think
0: this is just super fascinating, and it's it's so interesting how far we've come. Right, like remember when we talked about the the AI chatbot that was uh, not known, that was a TA in a yeah. class at Georgia Tech. Yeah, that's right. right. Yeah. And, and now it's gotten to the point where it's like, okay, this is actually a, a chatbot that's helping people.
1: Yeah, um, that's right. When
0: they're having, like, asking how they're doing and, and yep. things like that. And when it detects that they're having troubles, refers them to see an actual human counselor because a yep. chatbot is not going to be useful in that situation, right? Um, which is good. And then, you know, just helping with any kind of day to day issues that students are having and, and dealing yep. with that. Um, yeah, and,
1: and, and also like kind of, kind of is aware of if a student says like, like indicates they're struggling with mental health, right. It connects them to a real person, like very quickly. So like within the hour they can be talking to somebody real. And yep. it, it's just, it's just, a I mean, honestly, a safety health thing, which I think is kind of amazing. So yeah. And
0: uh, a lot of these colleges, they just don't have enough counselors and mental health enough, professionals. Yeah, that's right. So anything that helps kind of funnel and get people quickly to help. Yep. Um. And kind of cut through that, that waiting line and and everything else like that. That it's only going to improve outcomes, which is yep. a great That's thing. Right. So That's shout right. out to Georgia State for doing some awesome stuff and getting recognized for it.
1: All right. So now for an app that is is less helpful. To it's helpful. It's weird. So um. This, <laughs> this app. This is beeps. bad for your mental it, health. It's I just think. bad. <laughs> it's really it's unsettling. It's unsettling. Uh, is what it is. So this app beeps every time your computer sends data to Google. And if you watch the video, it's pretty funny to watch because it's like you're scrolling the web page. Beep. You click a button. Beep. You do this. Beep. I mean, it's like nonstop. Beep, 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 beep. And I guess really anybody that has ever spent any time in Google Analytics kind of realizes this anyway, because you can see the clicks, you know, that, that people are doing. So you can see where they're going, what pages they're on, all that sort of stuff. But I think average users don't recognize how meticulously tracked you are on websites. I mean, it's literally every single thing you do on every web page is tracked. The time you spend on it, where your click, where your cursor goes. There are heat maps that show where your cursor goes, what links you go. Everything is tracked. So,
0: and, you know, you know by the way, we have given suggestions over the years of add-ons and extensions and, and mm-hmm. services that privacy you could use badger, to auto help like delete. privacy pass, badger. Use
1: Firefox, use Firefox, use
0: Firefox, use Firefox. Use Firefox, my, uh, my D, uh, NextDNS um, mm-hmm. to help NextDNS. block. Love oh, yeah, NextDNS, uh-huh. I mean, 20 so bucks good. a year, it's so, so worth it. Uh-huh. Uh, no so, baiter. I mean, there's there are a bunch of tools out there that will help you protect yourself from, yep. from this kind of stuff. Talking about AI, uh, AI now detects Parkinson's disease by tracking your breathing patterns. This, this is, is so cool. So fascinating. So cool. So cool.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I love this. So my, my grandmother actually had Parkinson's disease. So mm-hmm. like this immediately, was like, oh, wow. Like this is so important um, to be able to track this. And, and uh, there was there was one quote in here. Do, do you want to read it or do you want, want me to read it? You go it? for it. Okay, so this is great. The quote from the article, testing the AI model on an independent data set it is it was able to diagnose parkinson's disease or sorry parkinson's patients with 86% accuracy from one night of data on average the study found 12 nights of consecutive tracking could reach around 95% accuracy at diagnosing parkinsons like that's
0: amazing fantastic wow and obviously like this and and so many other things earlier detection only helps in improving yep. like obviously we still don't have a solution, a cure right. for Parkinson's, yep. but being able to know that it's there, there are medications that help slow the progression of some of these mm-hmm. diseases. Yep. Um, and so that just, you know, extends the amount of life that you have in terms of, of quality of life and everything else like that. So uh, just fascinating. Like I know we joke about Skynet and how the, the machines are going to take us over and, and, and kill us all. Um. You know, maybe there's some yeah. good Skynet out there, there too, is. that uh, yeah. is going to help us uh, live better lives. So that's a great thing.
1: All right. So speaking of quality of life, uh, this next article improved my quality of life. All right. So inside the world's biggest hacker rickroll. Oh my gosh! This was amazing, Sanjay. You please. You walked me through this. This feels yes. like a Sanjay article right here. <laughs> oh my so, gosh.
0: So this basically happened. There were these students in high school. Um, and uh, this one student, and when he was in ninth grade, started poking around the computer network and realized there were a bunch of, of unsecured devices and things like that. Um, didn't really do much uh, about it, uh, but it set the stage for later on when they became seniors. Uh, this individual and some others um, actually took over every single screen in the school. And told everybody that, hey, in five minutes, there's gonna be an important announcement. What? But not Announce just that. the Please school. Wait.
1: It was the whole district. It was oh, the multi- whole district.
0: Multiple schools, multiple at, schools. at the You're same right. time. Yeah, go ahead. So it took over all of them. Be aware that there's gonna be a, an important announcement. Five minute countdown timer. Five minute countdown timer. Mm-hmm. Played Rick Astley's Never Gonna Give You Up. <laughs> they Rickrolled the entire district. Now, <laughs> here's why these young people did not go to jail. Um, for this, they actually wrote up a document beforehand. A, a it was like a 20 something, 40 something page document. something okay. Like that. Yeah. And w- detailed everything that they did mm-hmm. and all the holes and security that they found. Wow. And then they also, once the Rick roll was done, they set everything back to the way it was. They, mm. they ensured that nothing was any less secure than how they found it. Right. So they basically just did the prank And then immediately sent this document over to explain uh, what had happened. So here's a couple of nuggets from the article (laughs) that are just like, come (laughs) on, man. You all need to listen to Tech Talk, y'all. It goes, from here, the team discovered another admin account. The password was password. Yes. That could allow them uh, them to access the entire district's speakers.
1: Oh, my gosh. The
0: password was password.
1: Oh, man. Just the so, um, the amount of self-control it must have taken to yeah. not do something the moment you found that out. I is know, right? impressive. Yeah. So the mm-hmm. district
0: came back. And so a couple of weeks later, um, the school replied and said, because of your strict guidelines and openness to share the information, we will not be pursuing discipline, said an email from the district's uh, director of technology. So
1: they did all the right things. You got to admire
0: these guys. Like, give them a scholarship. I mean, I come mean, on. Like... And I think it sounds like like a lot of the teachers thought it was funny and, oh, and it was well done. So, so we, it was an incredible senior prank. Um, we're not saying that you should hack computers as your senior prank, but we got to give it up to these, but if you these do, folks. Document it and share. <laughs> Doc-
1: document yeah. it and that's, send the document right same. away.
0: Same.
1: All right. Uh, next up. Apple workers pound the table for more work from home op- options. As, uh, I think the subtitle is as predicted by Tech Talk, y'all. I think that yeah. was the yeah, subtitle. Yeah, that is hundred percent yeah. the. Uh, yeah, I mean, we subtitle. saw this coming. I don't even think there's anything to talk about. I just, I just wanted to note it because I think it's so ridiculous that the, the most profitable comp- company in the world can't see, doesn't see this coming.
0: Like this isn't that hard,
1: people. So,
0: hey, Apple, if you need help in figuring out how you should manage your employees, give us a call. We got you covered million dollars an hour that's all we charge just give us a call (laughs) it's all fun. we're good we can help you out Uh, talking about somebody else that's helping somebody else out uh, Peloton strikes a deal to sell fitness equipment and apparel on Amazon the subtitle here is oh my god we're losing money how Uh are we going to get get out of this hole I want
1: to say didn't they take like a 1.8 billion dollar loss wasn't there another article that I read about that like they took they've taken a substantial loss I forget over what time period and they are just it feels like they're grasping at straws it's yeah just it doing is, anything they can to, to stay afloat i mean it's it's wild to me i mean their so. their
0: stock has um absolutely cratered i'm I'm pulling it up yep. right now oh it's has been it's, it's at like ten and a half dollars right now at one yeah. point it was at it was 162
1: a, yeah it's really bad. So, so yeah it's and it's i'll tell you like painful. i i own a peloton and i love it and i love their programs and i i did buy stock when they were like on the on the crazy rise and i've now lost money and I, I'm hoping for the best for him. I really am. But it's not looking real good. So. And as
0: and as Georgia Tech grads, also the founder is a Georgia Tech know, grad. And it's like, no, we want the best. Hoping, we want the best we
1: do. All right. Next up is the question I've been asking for a long time. And that is, does turning the air conditioning off when you're not home actually save energy? And the three engineers ran the numbers. And Sanjay I, you could have
0: just asked me. I could, I,
1: in all honesty, I think I have asked you before it, yeah. it, because we've talked about nests before. And so like, right, because of that, we all know it does yeah. actually save energy. Because I, I yeah.
0: actually monitored our energy usage yeah. over a year. Okay. Pre and post nest. Ooh, and I okay. saved money. I mean, th- those nests paid for themselves within a matter of months. I mean, it's the best. Just because it shut off not even just the AC, but also the heating. Right. uh, In the wintertime when we're not home, you know, there's no sense in. And yeah, it's uncomfortable for a little while, but. You get over it. Yeah. It's okay.
1: You'll be all all right. Add throw can, an extra blanket around your around your shoulders. You'd be you be will be good. Or, or put good on a t
0: shirt and shorts. You know, yeah. like yeah. just do whatever. Uh, do, yeah. whatever works. Just so do whatever works. So the quote here in the article um, says, "What we found was that even with the AC temporary spikes to recover from higher indoor temperatures, the overall energy consumption in the setback cases is still less than when maintaining a constant temperature throughout the day. On an average, on an annual scale." With a conventional central AC, this could result in energy savings of up to eleven percent. That's a lot. Yeah. I'm just
1: saying, that's a lot. I mean, that's more than Geico in their commercials. I'm just I'm just saying. <laughs> what is Geico's? It, it's, it's 10%. I think it's 10%. Yeah. But 10 okay. minutes could save you 10% or more. Is that that's the that's the phrase on your that Yeah, that's yeah. it. Yeah. Okay. It's burned yeah. into my brain basically. So <laughs> that's, that's it. Yeah. So there you so,
0: go. So uh yeah, next up, uh, more than weird. Roku embraces original programming. Uh, So apparently Roku's getting into some original programming. They're doing a show about Weird Al Yankovic, which is fascinating. But there was a little nugget in here that I was like, what? So apparently they paid $97.8 million in cash for This Old House Ventures, which is the company behind this old house yep and and i love i don't know about you i love this old house i haven't watched it in a long long time really but,
1: yeah but i mean it's been a little cool. bit
0: right now for me but just because we've been busy but i hmm. if it's on and i haven't seen the episode I, i'll sit down and watch it because yeah it's I, it's fascinating i like you love it, that that construction
1: stuff is that it, yeah. it. you like, the, I like you... knowing
0: how to do all of it knowing that i'm never gonna actually do it myself Got it. okay
1: you're like yeah.
0: oh I need to get that miter jig for that table saw that I don't even own.
1: <laughs> Crap.
0: So I'm wondering now, is this old house only going to be on Roku? Probably. That's a little disappointing because it's on PBS normally. Sorry, I mean, I'll get your Roku. It's cool. Right, I, I'll hook I mean, you I've up. got Rokus, but yeah. I, Roku channel is just not on my list. It's not, list. No. It's, it's, it's not Listen, one of my own
1: uh, Speaking of things that are not good, uh, Disney Plus users are furious over Avatar's sudden r- removal ahead of cinema re-release. I mean, who could have seen this coming? They're going to re-release Avatar in theaters and they want you to only watch it in theaters so they can make money off of you. It's shocking. Oh, wait, no, it's not. I, it's just, a I'm actually a little shocked
0: idea. by the yeah. surprise and disgust by people. Like, do they not know that Disney does this when they put movies in the vault all the time, and they take them out of the vault to yeah. sell the DVDs it's the for same only a limited time. Yeah. They've been doing this forever. It's no big, it's no big deal. You're fine. This is their MO. Like, yeah. y- you What'd know, you and it's funny because people are like, Hey, this is why it's good to own DVDs. I can watch it whenever I want, Man, listen, which is true. That's true. But true. it's
1: also kind of dumb. Like, I mean, like, I don't like, I'm never buying a DVD. I'm never going to buy a Blu-ray again. I'm never going to buy. I don't want more physical stuff in my yeah. life at what well, less like I need to get rid of more stuff, not get more stuff. So yeah. yeah Do you actually
0: high. have a DVD player or any kind of player attached to any TV?
1: The only uh, player that we own is a PS4, which can play Blu-ray. That's it. So that, so it's it's not really technically a player. It just is a Happens gaming system. Be a that can Yeah. That can be, and I think we might've used it once ever. I, like, I don't, you know,
0: I think right now, I think we do have a DVD player and maybe even a VHS player somewhere. Whoa. Because we have, we have like wedding videos and stuff that I don't think I still have converted. Yeah. That's a good point. I think I've got wedding
1: videos that have, that are still on like a CD ROM or something.
0: Yeah. I I need to convert those, but, they're not attached to any TVs. And then you made me start thinking, we've got an Xbox, but I don't think that Xbox has a DVD. I
1: don't think it does. Mm-mm. I think it's just, it doesn't, think it's just right? PS, the PS4 that does yeah. that. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I don't
0: think I have a way of playing it right now. If you gave me a DVD, I couldn't play one. I'd have, have to go scrounge around. Maybe one,
1: one, one of your cars. Like I, that, I do have a DVD play, a Blu-ray player in, in one of my cars. Like That's the yeah. only place like I can play it is in a car. Yeah, yeah. You're right.
0: We do like have I- one in the minivan. Yeah. But... I can't even tell you when we last used. Like
1: it. the only CD player I own is the one in my car that I've never used, not even once. Like that's the only <laughs> the only CD player I own. That I own. So yeah, yeah. I've, I've, I've owned the car for many, many years, but never, never ever used the uh, the DVD player so, or the yeah. CD the CD player. So there
0: you. In go. in other uh, video news, uh, YouTube removes the video by Tesla investors using kids in a full service uh, full full self driving beta test.
1: <laughs> okay, all right, Sanjay, listen, who who could have seen this coming? Okay, guys, here's what we're gonna do. We're gonna beta test our Teslas to see how autopilot does, and we need somebody to stand in the, in the road to see if the Tesla recognizes them and if it's gonna hit them. Who could we use for that? Can we use a dummy? No, we have a kid. Let's use the kid. That's the good idea. Let's use the kid for the dummy. That's what we're gonna do.
0: I mean, uh, come on. Really? Yeah. Well, I mean they're doing it for the shock value. So the, this um the person that's heading up this group, Dan O'Dowd, um he's got a campaign to basically ban full self-driving uh mode. And so yeah, that's uh that's their thing and yeah. It's okay. So I mean they do use if you uh, watch the commercial they do use mannequins. Um yeah. and they show the video of it and the car over and over and over again plows into the mannequin. Does oh, yeah? not even slow down. Oh, does wow. not slow down one bit. Now, you like you don't know. Did they mess with the car? Is it actually on self-driving? Mm-hmm. Like, what are all the things that are going on? What are the details? There?
1: We don't know the details here. We yeah. we
0: don't know the details, but right. hey, it's it is concerning and somebody should be looking into it. And yeah. that's probably like a regulator or something. And like right. I know, like my car, it's got sensors and stuff. It, it it may or may not know that it's a mannequin, but if it sees an object there, it will try to stop itself. Right. Even right. if I'm trying to plow into yeah. it. It'll be like yeah. you're doing dumb things. You should I'm stop. stop. That. You should stop yeah. right now.
1: Speaking of uh doing dumb things that should stop. I guess um <laughs> court filings in board apes lawsuit revives claims founders built NFT Empire on Nazi ideology. I think it might be the first time we've used the word Nazi in a uh title of an article in ever in Tech Talk I, Y'all. So I I'm, think that's right. I don't know what that means exactly. Um and, and they they we've showed- arrived. They showed like one of one or two of the board Apes and like kind of the Nazi symbolism that it, 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 it tracks, it compares, I guess. I mean, that's,
0: I don't, I don't know. Yeah, Maybe. I read the article. I like, I'd never thought about this stuff. But when you start pointing out this and that and the other yeah. thing, I'm like, yeah, that, that all. That looks a little looks concerning. I'd be concerned. Like, you know, like one thing might be accidental. Yeah. But a bunch of things. I mean it doesn't seem accidental.
1: It makes me really glad I didn't drop that three million on that <laughs> NFT. Like I just I was thinking about it, you know, and I was like, man, should I drop three mil on this? Like I got a spare three mil, you know, no big deal. And
0: I mean, as one does. As one does. Spare, you know? Three so, mil.
1: Yeah. And uh, yeah. and
0: so instead you uh what did you do with the three mil?
1: Oh, uh it it disappeared a, into thin air because it never existed. That's what that's Oh, what I, I thought did. you yeah. you were gonna have spent yeah. it on
0: a on a plane on a, a rocket ride up to space. <laughs>
1: Oh, I did. That's that's what happened. Yeah, that's why I'm in such a good mood today. It happened this morning. <laughs> oh, you, you you went into space. How was it? It was. I mean, I felt I felt lighter. I felt like like a weight had been lifted off of me. The, way,
0: the weight had been lifted off of your shoulders. I think that that is an ideal motto for one of these space companies. Why is nobody using that? Okay, Apple, you need to hire us for your employee relations. Space companies hire uh, us for your marketing yeah, mottos. Yeah, that's yeah. that's where it's at. Yeah, yeah. So uh, next up, uh, on another concerning note, scanning students' homes during remote testing is unconstitutional. Judge says, "Yeah, it is." Yeah, I, I'm a little confused by this story. I OK, so, say. well,
1: you, you mean to walk you through it or are you go ahead? You, okay. you walk and then I'll tell you so, why I'm confused. So there's a student and he was going to take an exam. And apparently it's pretty common practice in in online schooling for the professor or teacher, whomever, to require you to sort of pan your camera around and show your environment, essentially to show that there's no one else in the room that's giving you the answers or maybe like holding up some giant poster board with the answers behind the screen or something, something insane like that which okay i i guess that makes sense ish i mean come on students are way smarter than that they can get around that but the point <laughs> is this this particular kid show, had to show his room he didn't want to and there were like apparently like tax documents and stuff in the like it just out in the room randomly And he claims that his rights were violated because those were now exposed to potential whatever to other students. Yeah. And I mean, I kind of get the point, honestly, you know, like, I don't really feel like it honestly, it's a dumb security measure anyway. Like it really is. It is. So
0: So here's the thing I don't understand. Yeah. um, Is the the whole kind of aspect of it uh, it being unconstitutional and an illegal search. Right. um, I thought that really only applied I, I understand that this is a school which is a part right. of the government right and I I thought that would only apply in terms of of like law enforcement and kind of those kinds of things and well, not I don't know just I, I'm not a, I'm not a legal this. scholar that's a
1: good point yeah, yeah. but I, but I I, I like the fact that the court is siding on privacy like I like that right. and also like I feel like the judge should just be like hey professors. This is a really stupid way to make sure people don't cheat. Like, can we just be honest? Right. Like, this is dumb all around. Like, he can have Slack up on his computer. Like, why don't
0: you do a screen capture? Like, I mean, yeah. come on, you know. Like, I, so I, I wonder if like a private college made you do this, you might not have any recourse. Like, it, it wouldn't yeah, be a maybe. violation of your constitutional rights because yeah. it's not the government. This was a state school, so I, I can see how it's a, a part of the government right 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 and so yep. maybe that's why the constitutional and and the illegal search um applies but then yeah. also like you helped the illegal search happen right like yeah when, you I mean you, you showed them the around around look at this tax document right here so, right sitting next to me I don't, yeah i'm yeah, I'm, I'm a little confused by all yeah. that i'm i'm look i'm a big fan of the fact that they're, they're siding on the rights of, of citizens and yeah, privacy, yeah, yeah, but yeah. it's just a little confusing.
1: So, uh, speaking of privacy, uh, why don't you, why don't you introduce this last one, Sanjay? Cause I, I feel like this is a Sanjay thing right here, man.
0: Like, let's just, let's just go ready, yeah. set three, two, one launch LastPass developer systems hacked to steal source code. Blomp, blomp, blomp. I mean, there's just
1: some poetic, like, it's just poetic. It, it's just so good that, that, that LastPass got hacked, right? Like, so
0: yeah, first, first couple of lines. Uh, so yeah, if you're a LastPass user, this should be concerning to you. So, uh, first yeah, couple thanks. of lines from the article, password management firm LastPass was hacked two weeks ago, Mm -hmm. enabling threat actors to steal the company's source code and proprietary technical information. Mm -hmm. The disclosure comes after Bleeping Computer learned of the breach from insiders last week and reached out to the company on August 21st without receiving a response to our questions. Mm. This is not good. Like, you got Mm -hmm. breached, and then you're not saying anything about it. And Mm -hmm. then finally, once you got, you know, outed, then -hmm. they sent out a thing to customers. You know, they're saying that, look, everybody's stuff is safe because it's all encrypted. This, again, points to like, hey, you should have two-factor authentication I'm saying. set up on your accounts. And by the way, Adam now is a user of YubiKey. Listen. Mwah, mwah. I got
1: two things to say about YubiKey, okay? Number uh-huh. one, I do like the fact that it's a physical security key and, and it provides better security than like a two-factor authentication app, right? Love that. Yep. Number two, it's way easier and faster to use than a two-factor. Authentic- if, you'd, if you'd have told me that originally, like, Adam, listen, these two-factor authentication apps are a pain in the butt. Stop using them. Just keep a key plugged in your computer. Tap that thing. You're good to go. I'd have been like, yes, done. Let's do that <laughs> all day long. It's not, see, the selling point is not the added security the selling point is the ease of use. That's the selling. The you has got it all wrong. They got to figure this uh, out. Man. They got it all wrong. It's you a you more know, secure you account. Get easy ease U- of use.
0: You can get a YubiKey that you leave that is meant to be permanently left in your laptop. That's basically just the USB port and little bump outside. Yeah. You just tap the little bump tap. whenever it's time oh, to man. log in. So that's- you don't even have to because the the key that you've gotten that I've got is kind of yeah. big. Yeah. Um, and it's yeah. meant to be on your keychain or whatever. Right. Um, but this one's this one's quite small. Pretty so good. Uh, it's, you know, if you're a LastPass user, this is concerning. Um, I don't know if we've, and maybe we'll give an extra tech rec right now. Um, we've moved on to Bitwarden. Bitwarden. I got to say it's really well done. You Mm -hmm. don't have to worry about their source code being stolen because it's all open source. It is. It's available. It's available for anybody to take a look at. Good to go. And help make sure that it's safe. So, uh, there you go.
1: There you go. Get Bitwarden today. Time for the Weird and Wacky segment. Abominable snowman. (laughs) One of the TAs
0: turned out to be a bot.
1: All right. So Weird and Wacky time. This first one is, it's weird. It's, it's It's kind of a little disconcerting too. So a dad took photos of his naked toddler for the doctor. Google flagged him as a criminal. So backstory here. His toddler had some issues, some swelling in his private area. So at the direction of the nurse, the father took a photo of the private area. The father then sent it to, I think his wife sent it to her iPhone. So it went from Android to iPhone and then from iPhone to the doctor's portal, the doctor diagnosed what was going on, prescribed the child whatever medications he needed and all was good with the world until two or three days later when the father got locked out of all of his Google accounts and lost all of his email and everything else related to Google because Google flagged him as a criminal that was sharing inappropriate images. And I don't think he ever got access back. I think it's a one size fits all.
0: You're done. Child exploitation um, Mm -hmm. flagging. So the the photo was backed up to Google photos, which allowed them to then scan it. And Mm -hmm. then it led to this ripple. So here's a couple of, of, of sentences from the article, which is, why I flag this article, why I think it's concerning, and why there's some recommendations for listeners. Mm-hmm. Um, without access to his old phone number and email address, oh, yeah. He couldn't he, get the security codes he needed to sign into other internet accounts, locking him out of much of his digital life. Well,
1: yeah, because he was on Google Fee, right? So he, his phone was through Google, too. So he got mm-hmm. locked out of his phone, because I didn't mention that earlier. So yep. he got locked out of Gmail, calendar, photos, and his phone got locked out. He lost his phone number.
0: Yeah, sorry. Is it, is it Go Google Fi or Google Fi? I don't ever know. I don't care. Okay, whatever. So we just talked about YubiKey. Hey, you know what you can't get locked out of is using your YubiKey. So yeah, true. So there's yet another thing to think about. Yep. And then uh, the other kind of sentence from this, uh, Casio, this uh, individual, was in the middle of buying a house and signing countless digital documents when his Gmail account was disabled. He asked his mortgage broker to switch his email address, which made the broker suspicious until Casio's real estate agent vouched for him. Here's the thing. I know a lot of you use gmail.com as your email address. You need to stop doing that. You don't own that. You don't own that. And if something bad happens, you're in trouble. Yeah. Right. Here's the simple solution. Go buy a domain name. Yep. Have an email address. Yep. Point that email address at your Gmail account. You don't yep. have to change how you're acting, but right. if you ever get locked out of that account, you can just redirect that email address to another account. That's true. Right? Yep. And if you're looking for a cheap place to do this, go to Cloudflare. They are the cheapest registrar. They do not mark up their prices for domain names. Right. And now they've got an email service where you can point emails, just a catch-all address or a single address to another account. Perfect. Super easy to do. Yep. Super straightforward. Yes, it's a little technical, own but you own it. You own it. And you don't have to worry about something like this happening. Yep. And then the other thing that this points to is like, you should really think about are you concentrating all of your life into one company? That's true. And if you are, if something goes wrong, it's going to be bad for you. That's right. Yep. So That's maybe right. don't do that. Don't yep. have your phone service with your email service with all your other stuff yep. in the hands of one company that on a whim could just decide, yeah, we don't like you anymore.
1: Yeah, whatever. Yeah, you never. You got to be really careful. Really yeah. careful.
0: this next story is now really weird and wacky, and I thought this was awesome. I'm so glad that you you tagged uh, this. Uh, Janet Jackson's uh. Rhythm Nation is crashing computers worldwide. Yes, like, it is. That, you read that title, and you're like, what are you talking about? And, and well, what's great is
1: if you play Rhythm Nation on certain computers, right? Uh huh. Uh
0: huh. And
1: you sit another computer right next to it that's not even playing the song. It, it could, it,
0: it has crashed both computers simultaneously. <laughs> it's so, kind of amazing. So what is happening here is that there is a certain harmonic in the song Rhythm Nation that sets up a natural resonant frequency into, into uh, laptops or, or computers that have 5,400 RPM hard drives. And, and so, uh, you know, a lot of times we've, a lot of us have moved on a solid state drive. So this is not an issue, but a lot of people still have spinning yeah. hard drives. Oh yeah. Um, and so 5,400 RPM laptop drives, uh, can get crashed. Yeah. When rhythm nation
1: gets, played. it, it, it does something with the resonant frequency that throws off the spinning of the hard drive and freaks it out. And it just, <laughs> cra- I
0: mean, it's it just, just wild.
1: It's just wild. Yeah. So.
0: And Just so be they, careful. They talked about guess, um, you know. adding some audio filters, and then they're worried, like in the future, somebody's going to be like, "What is this here for?" and "Why is it still there?" and "What is it doing?" because it's not clear. And you're not going to label it. Hey, this is the Rhythm Nation audio Rhythm filter. Nation
1: audio filter to not crash <laughs> your hard drive. That's the name of the filter for sure. Like that's the way to go. So yeah. Uh, all right. Uh, next up, Banana Split artists set for court battle over who first taped fruit to the wall. So we talked about this fruit or this art installment where an artist taped a banana on a wall and made like six figures from it somehow. And apparently there's another artist out there that did this back in 2000 at an art installation. And he was like, hey, I did that 20 years ago. You're stealing my art. I'm suing you. And in all fairness, I mean, I guess that's true. I don't know. (laughs) This is the best part to me. the The article is very, very clear that both bananas were taped at an angle. Like that's very important that they were both taped
0: at an angle, not straight on, but at an angle, just in case. Just in case that matters. I mean, there's. The artistic meaning that goes behind the angle and, yeah. and the number of degrees that it actually is, of course. Yeah. Does this also cover in episode 114? We talked about how um, somebody ate one of the bananas that was taped to the wall. Does this also cover the uh, the artistic performance of eating the banana off I mean, the wall, or is, or is it, it totally just should. the act of of taping it to the wall? Yeah, it
1: totally should. I, I feel yeah. like you and I need to come up with some really bizarre artistic like like because you know taping a banana to a wall is art having a super famous painting that auto shreds once it's bought at an auction house's art. Like I, you and I can come up with some bizarre art. And I like, think we should. Yeah, I think we I should. Think and and idea. I think yeah.
0: tech talk y'all listeners would pay at least $3 million for it. Yeah, mm-hmm, I, for sure. I think, and then so. we take a ride mm-hmm. on a spaceship uh, and something that needs apparently a couple of million dollars. Cause uh, Ooh, yeah. yeah. Uh, Armies, the army's uh, solar powered drone crashes after 64 days in the air. Yeah. First of all, it's it's actually a long time. Oh, that's a long um, time there.
1: Yeah, yeah. But really what impressive.
0: I found, and, and it extend the it extended the the uh, record by like twenty six days or something oh, yeah. like that. Yeah, it's amazing. Um, so yeah. it was a sixty four day trial before right. it crashed. The one line though in the article I found fascinating and interesting was, the flight was cut short, however, when it, in quotes, encountered events on August eighteenth around nine p.m. according to army officials. Mm-hmm. You know what encountered events is.
1: Uh, it's, it's the aliens. It's, it's obviously aliens. a UFO. It's, yeah, they were like, it's 100%
0: aliens. We're
1: tired of seeing this sucker looking for us. We're at it. So it's interesting. that's the line that's, that stuck out to you. The line that stuck out to me was flight data indicated that it experienced a rapid descent at a rate of 4,544 feet per minute. So that's a nice way of saying it went nose down and crashed is what that's a nice way of saying. Like that's really all it's saying. Like it completely just Dive bombed and crashed. So right, yeah, rap,
0: rapid descent is a nice way of saying it crashed very quickly. Yeah,
1: yeah. So, I, oh, that to me is a little disconcerting. I mean, honestly, like they're yeah. flying this thing around, and
0: well, I, I mean, feel like it shouldn't crash. It's, it's shouldn't, understandable yeah. when when it gets zapped out of the sky by a UFO. It's gonna crash quickly.
1: <laughs> fair point. That's a fair point. Yeah, uh, I mean, that's that is what tends when when UFOs zap things. That's yeah, they they crash. That's what. Happened.
0: Tech rack, tech rack, time to get your tech rack. Tech, 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 tech rack. Chickie, Chickie. tech rack, tech wreck. All right, Sanjay, tech rack. Alright, Sunday, tech rec time. What do you have for us today? So this is—it's uh, funny. I just realized this. This is another one of those like security-minded individual recommendations. But this is a physical <laughs> one. So recently we went on a international trip. Yep. And um, we were thinking about how to make sure we don't get pickpocketed or oh yeah. Pick backpacked. And uh, my wife ended up finding this company called PackSafe that has a line of backpacks that are all built around kind of the idea of how to make them very safe and secure and lockable. And I've actually got one of these bags. I've forgotten which exact one it is. Oh, man. Um, But one of the backpacks. But... The two zippers that come together, they lock with each other, and yeah. then you can lock them with the actual physical lock on top of it. Oh, wow. And each one of them does that. And I got to tell you, it is really well designed and made. And and I it actually reminded me back to my days at Georgia Tech. Mm. I was always worried about my backpack because a lot of times you're walking around with like those Jansport backpacks. Oh, yeah. And the zipper just kind of opens up. And oh, man. I wasn't worried about yeah. somebody stealing stuff from me or putting my stuff in my backpack. I was worried about all my stuff. Falling on the ground. Right. Right. Yeah. And yeah, so totally. I would take those little string things and I would tie the the two zippers together <laughs> so that they, they, you know, like as you're running from class to class, the the zipper doesn't just open up. Yeah, yeah. This yeah. thing is so much more well designed. Right. The, the the metal of the two zippers kind of locks, interlocks. They've got a bunch of different designs. They've got fanny packs, they've got backpacks, sling packs, a lot of stuff. I, I gotta say, it's really well designed. When we were traveling there, we actually, um, ended up going to some meetings with some, some other Americans. And this one individual who was former military, I think he was a Marine. Um, he actually had one of these and he was like, Oh, yeah, these are the best backpacks. I've used them for, for years and years and in all my travels and everything. And, all that. and then I was like, well, Dude, if a if a former marine is telling me that it's a good one too, yeah, uh, I, I'm sold on these. So, you know, I, I was just P-A-C-S-S-A-F-E. looking at them like
1: safe. Like I, and as someone who has often obsessed with like good backpacks, like too often obsessed. Good, like <laughs> this is this mean These are amazing looking.
0: Like and wow, like the I material kind of themselves. Right the material themselves. They have like a a mesh inside, a metal mesh, yeah, right. so they can't even get cut open. So, if yeah, so, and, but I got to tell you, they're pretty lightweight. I didn't find Whoa. them bulky at all. Oh my gosh, um, that's amazing. It was super comfortable. Yeah, I love uh, so, that. I, yeah, it's, it's impressive. I mean, the real um, question
1: for me is, is it kid proof? Like, that's really what I want to know. Like, can I, you know, is it going to be. I
0: mean, if you lock it. Yeah. There's no okay. way they're getting inside. <laughs> yeah. 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 So, you know, like your games and stuff that you're keeping in there that you don't want your kids to get to? <laughs> my DVDs. Um, Is that the, the your, your that, DVDs? I, that I don't have a
1: DVD player for? That yeah, one? Got yeah. It. Or,
0: or, or like it's your juice Jaws. boxes. I don't want them to watch rude. Jaws.
1: So I'm going to lo- <laughs> lock it in. Yeah. Okay. Got it. Yeah. Or,
0: or I know what you're actually doing when you're traveling your juice boxes that you take for yourself. You don't want them drinking. That's it. That's you, it. You my need snacks. To keep them locked up. So you get, get a pack safe. Ba- leave my snacks alone.
1: Yeah. <laughs> uh, what about you, Adam? What do you got for us? I'm going to recommend the Anchor Soundcore 2 portable Bluetooth speaker. So we've talked about anchor a million times on this podcast Love and anchor. Uh, i needed a bluetooth speaker and so i saw this one it was cheap it was affordable it's waterproof um i'll tell you i mean it's not the most amazing sounding speaker i will say that like if you're gonna if you want like serious nice sound you probably need to go to like a speaker company like jbl or something like that sonos but, yeah sonos like something legit that's gonna you're gonna cost you're gonna pay a lot more for but for a speaker that just does the job for a quick, like throw in your backpack, take it to the beach, you don't really care about it, bang it around if it breaks, whatever. This is a great speaker. So I'm just saying, take it on vacation, do what you got to do. You know, I mean, it works.
0: It's it's forty bucks. Like I just clicked over onto yeah. Amazon, forty bucks. I mean, yeah,
1: it, it ain't much. It, it works. That's great. Like a no brainer. Yeah, yeah, it's great. There you go. All right, Sanjay,
0: how can our listeners find and connect with you? They can find me on Twitter at Sunjay, Sanjay. That's S-A-N-J-A-Y or SanjayParek.com. What about you, Adam? Find
1: me on my website at AdamJWalker.com. It's got links to everything, but most importantly, go to my YouTube channel and subscribe, subscribe, subscribe and share it with your friends, please. I'd really appreciate that. So yeah, that's what I got.
0: J stand for jingle man since you listen well, I mean, to the tunes on your anchor.
1: We do like, you know, we do, you know. do, do, do. Like that was me, man. That's that is it. Does that, that count that as a jingle?
0: That counts as Is that a jingle? I think that's a that's a ending identifier tone, not a <laughs> jingle. <right?
1: laughs>
0: Jingles have words. <laughs> dun, dun, dun.